welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. We are in One Tree Hill. We have finished the OC. We are heading to amazing places in a few years from now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about all of your favorite teen dramas of the early 2000s. But One Tree Hill is really long. <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, we spent two years uh, in Orange County. Uh, we're spending a few more in Tree Hill. So it just goes like, even though, I'm so excited for One Tree Hill. Like, I don't want, like, I'm excited oh, that there's so much. Yes. But when we were on the OC, we were all like, yes, One Tree Hill. And then, like, now because I know Dawson's Creek is next, I'm like, oh my god, Dawson's Creek. I know, right? <laughs> oh, and I'm always just like, oh, Pacey. Oh, Pacey. <laughs> I just, oh, I've just had a moment. Because, okay, when we were talking about One Tree Hill, uh, the OC, mm-hmm. obviously, like, my view from 20 years ago of Seth was different because, <laughs> yeah, just, you know, it was very different. And, I mean, you know, he came through kind of in the end, but it's definitely leaning to more more towards Ryan Atwood than I ever did. And then now, oh. watching this, I'm realizing, like, not that I ever, like, you know, had a crush on Lucas or anything like that, but it was always kind of like, okay, cool, Lucas. Lucas bothers the freaking flippy flippy yeah, out of I me. Mean, yeah. What? I I don't want Pacey to get tainted. Pacey will not. I'm confident. Okay. For anyone listening, in approximately three years, <laughs> let's hold Jen to this. <laughs> Listen, I have rewatched <laughs> random Dawson's Creek episodes here and there. Pacey okay. remains the best boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he has his moments. Yes, of course. He's a teenage boy and an interesting character. But well, yeah, it no. starts off a little. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a there's a hot minute at the beginning there. Yes. Where we just have to play into the teen trope that refuses to die. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Okay. Anyways, Team Pacey for life. Mm-hmm. That's hopefully will never change. As we just said before we started recording. So we're on season two, episode four, One Tree Hill. Those first three episodes were kind of sort of like wrapping up season one. Like they were, yeah. they were totally. the bridge to that. Whereas this is like, Okay, now we're into, like, new vibes and moving forward. Yeah, 100%. This is setting up any and all of the story. Like, totally. so many storylines just in this episode are, like, seeds planted. Yeah. 100%. And it starts with uh, Brooke in her bed. <laughs> yeah, she's just sleeping, as you do, in your bed. Yep. Um, but she wakes up and hears something outside. <laughs> and there is someone swimming in her pool. <laughs> In the nude. Yes. Yeah. So she's like trying to talk to him and he's not answering her. So then she switches to Spanish. Sort of. I think she just says hola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like. <laughs> doesn't really switch to Spanish because actually she can't speak Spanish. No. Um, but she's trying to like tell him. She's assuming first of all that he's pool boy. Yes. <laughs> it's not a great look for Brooke right now. No. Um, and then is trying to tell him that she shouldn't be that he shouldn't be swimming in the pool because pool boys don't get swimming privileges. <laughs> uh, and he just keeps talking to her in Spanish. Yes. And she does the like you know 
super slow talk, try and yeah. understand me, but then like using English words when trying to make them sound Spanish, you know, like, oof, yeah, yeah, not great. So, with like a bit of like gestures and you're like, ooh, yeah, this, no bueno. Even if I didn't know what was happening, I'd be like, oh, right. You know, this is going to explode. <laughs> um, so we go from that to Haley and Nathan. Haley's like singing in the kitchen, but in a way that's like clearly working through a song. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't actually paying attention to the lyrics. <laughs> But Nathan I was asked like a little her bit, but yeah, not really. If she's writing a new song, which apparently she is, because I guess she writes songs now. Well, I know. Okay, this is obviously they were like <laughs> trying to come up with like a gimmick, but I mean, at least we did have little bits of her singing. I know I say little, I mean little, in the first season. We did. So it's not like out of because like at one point she like sings in the cafe for Nathan. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. But I feel like there's definitely never been talk about her writing songs. Right. And not in a way where it would just be, like, such a normal thing in the day, you know, where she's just, he's, like, eating yeah. breakfast. And she, he's like, oh, like, you working on a new song? Like, it's, I thought it was going to be like, oh, are you writing a song? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I guess, you know, that's a way to establish that this is a thing yeah. she's been doing and we just have not yet seen it on screen. Mm -hmm. So that's happening. But then also she's telling him about the fact that she found a car that looks affordable that they should buy because they have money saved up and it's easier for them to have a car for Nathan to get yes. to and from work. The realities of married life mm -hmm. are coming to call. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> then we switch to Dan and Deb. Dan's like clearly depressed. Yeah just like sitting on the couch watching tv doing nothing he won't go for a walk and he has the worst hair oh yeah well he's got bad hair and he's got like a depression beard and i'll give you the depression beard <laughs> or like depression scruff because it's not like a beard yeah. but i just like what i just I, there's definitely at some point in my notes where I'm, it's just like dan's hair <laughs> yeah and I know so much of it, too. Even with Luca, you know, it's it's 2005, 2006, but I just can't deal with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? But yeah, he's not, he's not taking too well to his new life. No, he's really not. Oh, and then <laughs> that's when Peyton walks into the cafe. <laughs> yeah. This is really funny because she's like talking to Karen and like apologizes on behalf of her dad. Yeah. For just like, I guess, never being around. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cute because she's like, I was like, I want to keep in touch. Like, is that okay? Yeah. And then she wants to ask her advice about an idea she has because she wants to do like an all ages night for bands and stuff because so many times any bands come to town, it's all like. You know, at a bar and not everyone can go. Yeah, because she even says, like, you know, you can't go unless you have a fake ID. Mm -hmm. Which, like, obviously, like, plays into, like, Karen being a mom, being like, mm, maybe not fake IDs. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Karen says, like, 
only one ha- person has to say yes. So if you believe in this idea, then yeah. like go for it. Yeah. Setting up something good. Big things. Big yeah. things. Big things. I'm excited. Like, well, not series through to the end of the series, but through to the end of a certain point. Through to the end of their high school careers. Possibly beyond? I know. I was thinking about that. I don't <laughs> when I was watching remember this, I was like, how that plays out. What does Peyton do later on? I think I have an idea. I also think I have an idea, but, but I then can't I was just like, quite exactly remember. Yeah, I just can't like envision her working where I can see all the others like doing stuff. Yeah. I was like, she has to do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, to be honest, I don't really remember what Lucas does either. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm. This is why everyone's going to have to stick with us over the next many episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So then we flip over to Nathan at the dealership, who is, like, talking sarcastically to the cardboard cutout of Dan. <laughs> as though Which he's, like, talking to his dad. It's so best. funny. <laughs> And I think Keith comes up and says something about like, at least the cutout doesn't talk back or the yeah, cutout doesn't like do something. That, right? <laughs> I love this whole Keith Nathan dynamic that's happening right now. It's really adorable. Yes. Um. But like, Keith tells him, you know, you won't be detailing cars forever. I'll move you up into something else. And Nathan's like, no, I don't want you to treat me any differently than any other employer. But also can you do me a favor? But it's so cute. Cause he's like, he's like, Haley wants me to go look at this car, but I don't know anything about cars. So like, could you yeah. come take a look at it with me? It's like, oh. Yeah. And then Keith is like, don't go talking about how you don't know anything about cars <laughs> while you're here, please. But it's Working really in a cute. Yeah. Please. <laughs> um, anyway, it's adorable and I love them. We flip over to the cafe again. Mm. Lucas is leaving yes. for school, presumably. Yeah. Uh, Deb accidentally calls him Nathan. <laughs> yeah, I think she's going to like hand him a sweater or a jacket yeah, or something. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. Oh, yeah. And then he goes back because he like forgot his history textbook. I don't know why his jacket reminded him of that, but whatever, Lucas. <laughs> I know, there's just, yeah. I just get annoyed by Lucas. <laughs> Anyway, um, it's Karen's first day of school. Yay! So Deb's still helping her out at the cafe, covering for her. Um, And they sort of have a little conversation about Dan. And Deb is saying, like, oh, I think he's depressed and nothing I say is really working right now. Which, of course, they needed Lucas to go back and get his textbook because they needed him to overhear this conversation. Yes. Dan isn't doing his rehab, he's just doing TV, so then you get that look that you always get from Lucas. Oh. Agreed. So, what's our next scene? Obviously, it's Lucas going to see Dan. Which, how early is this kid leaving? I mean, we are in Gilmore Girls territory here. Because, like, so now he's leaving for school early enough that he has time to make a detour over to deb and dan's house which like where do they even live i don't know how the close they're supposed to be to the school far enough that nathan drives to school or used to well and that's just it right because i assume they're in a slightly more affluent neighborhood 
Right. Which, and the school's probably slightly more central and or just simply on more on the outside, like kind of skirts of town because that's where, you know, there'd be a field for football and like more room for stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, questionable. Either way, whatever. Um, although now I'm like, what is the timeline supposed to be here? Because doesn't he actually do something with Dan? Oh, no. Okay. Yes. No, I recall what happened. I'm mixing up scenes. Yeah. Because, yeah, they... Who wants to go out for a walk? How much time do you have, Lucas? I don't know. Because even at some point during this conversation, Dan's like, yeah, like, you should get to school. So, like, I don't know. Well, yeah, because I he's talking to Dan, and um, Dan's like, "Baby, later." And Lucas says, "Well, l- like, do it now and take it or leave it. Like, this is what I'm offering." So they end up going out for the walk, mm-hmm. and of course, they start talking a little bit about basketball. And then Dan asks about Nathan, yeah, and Lucas tells him that he's doing good and mentions that he got the job at the dealership, which Dan is clearly pissed off about. So pissed. Yeah, because he's like, "Okay, we're done here. Like, I'm going home. You should go to school." Yeah. So, the yikes. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it really is. And then we go to Karen in her first class. Yay! She sits down next to... Does she sit down next to him? Does he sit down next to her? He sits down next to her. I don't remember how that played out. Um, And he starts talking about how, like, the teacher for this class is really tough and... Yeah all that <laughs> which then of course he gets up and he is the teacher, the teacher. Karen's like what the hell <laughs> I to- I have this like timeline confused I thought or maybe well spoiler um, I thought Andy came in after Oh. The big thing that happens. Um, no, I knew it was before. But I couldn't remember when before. Yeah, so then like... It's like another another obstacle. Yeah. So then that, now I just like don't know what happens with Karen after the big thing. Yeah, honestly, me neither. Yeah, because in my head I was like, oh, she went that route because of the big thing. But then that doesn't make sense now because it's happening now. <laughs> so yeah, I do not recall how this all plays out. Yeah. But basically, so he's talking to the class and he's like, you can't run a good business without greed. Yeah. And then he's like, does anyone disagree with this? And Karen is the only one. He's like, um, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, and like he ends up saying like, she's right. And there's obviously like a little flirty situation happening between them well it's also just that like moment of like you know him kind of like i don't know obviously because she's probably like, also older than like some of the other right. students yeah. but it's just you know because she says like as long as you know you're nice and genuine to the customers they'll come back if you charge good prices then that works out so then suppliers like it all kind of you know basically just be good and then things naturally yeah kind of land where they are but then everyone else is like, no, you have to be, like, greedy. And she's just like, no. So She's like, incorrect. I've run a successful cafe for years. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, I like that it was just kind of like... Yeah. 
it comes in like him seeming like, because I had a night, I had a business, and then I got a fifty million dollars, and then I had an IPO, and then blah, blah blah, money, money, you know, young entrepreneur, or whatever. But then it's like, no, actually, like, she's right. Mm-hmm. So I'll teach all those kids a little something. Yep. So it like sets up their dynamic. Mm-hmm. So then Lucas is arriving at school after <laughs> killed all that time this morning with Dan. <laughs> And this BMW comes, like, peeling into the parking lot, followed very closely by Brooke in her little beetle. Yeah. Little VW bug. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, the, the guy driving the BMW, has stolen Brooke's parking spot. Yes. So she chases him down after parking her car somewhere else. And it turns out that it's the guy that was in her pool who actually is her new neighbor. Yes. And fluently speaks English. Yes. <laughs> also, he's so annoying. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, and then he kind of, he's like, so what I've realized is that, like, you're the girl next door. And, like, and in that movie, she was a porn star. So... Hey, hey. And you're just like, ugh. Yeah. Which, and like, he... I forgot about that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. That was What's-Her-Face, right? Yeah, Elizabeth Cuthbert. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alicia Cuthbert? Alicia? That's it. Alicia, Alicia Cuthbert. Um, yeah, so, she's, like, living in the Maritimes with her, like, hockey husband now. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. <laughs> she had a hockey husband. Uh, well, I just hate how, because, like, do we know his name is Felix at that point? Uh, whatever. Yeah, um, name... I think so, because I think we very, because Mouth shows up. Right. And he's like, oh, who's your friend? And she's like, he's not my friend. And then Felix introduces himself. Um, and he starts, like, talking to Mouth about girls. and. Well, because just before that, too, he had talked to Brooke. He's like, this is inevitable. Like, you know, like, we can either, like, we're going to fight, we're going to whatever, but, like, eventually we're going to have sex. Like, how about we just, like, have sex? And you're just like, ugh. It's so gross. Gross. And then, yeah, then when he's talking to Mouth, he's like, yeah, show me around. But, like, not as in show me the school, as in show me the girls. Yeah. And then it's just, like, he's like, points at one who, of course, is, like, smiling at him. And he makes some comment about, like, you know, too young. You don't want to babysit. Blah, and you're yeah, just like, you want to like... hit it, not babysit it. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I actually had to pause at this point. Or, like, right after this scene. Because I was so just, like, taken aback by everything that was happening. That I, like, didn't write any notes down. And I was like, okay, wait, I need to write something down. But, like, what just happened here? Well, cause, and then, because then Peyton and, and Haley come. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, tries to hit on Haley. And she's like, hi, I'm married. And he's automatically like, oh, who's the father? <laughs> Which is right when, like, Nathan swoops in. And he's yeah. like, back up. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it's a whole thing. Felix seems like he's the worst. Yeah. Which then we switch to a scene at the river court where Mouth is telling all the guys about the new guy, Felix. And he's like, he seems cool. I'm like, did you have the same interaction with him that I witnessed? It's because Mouth just thinks that he's nerdy and you're just like, oh, Mouth, no, this is not the new cool guy. <sighs> but yeah. This is not a person to emulate. No. The only thing we learn about Felix is that they've 
this is his 10th school in eight mm-hmm. years, eighth school in 10 years, something like that. And his parents are doctors and they've been traveling because of doctors without borders, but now they're setting up yeah. a private practice. So this is all we know so far, just because mm-hmm. eventually in another episode, we learn more. Yes. Other things become relevant. Yes. So at this um, point, he's just a rich douchebag. Yes. So then Nathan swings by the river court and is just like talking to Lucas. Um, at which point Lucas tells him that he let it slip to Dan that he had the dealership job. And then they're sort of just talking about Dan and like Lucas talking about how he doesn't want to do his rehab and he's all kind of like just sitting on the couch and like Lucas is like, so I think I'm going to help him out if that's okay with you. And Nathan is like, whatever, dude. But like, do you, are you sure you want to be doing this? Like, you know what he's like. Like, if you want to make this, basically he's like, if you want to make this mistake, like, go for it. But yeah. what are you doing, dude? When the, yeah, it just, it's so annoying because Lucas, what because he's talking about how like, you know, we don't know each other and like. When he had the heart attack, like, I thought that was it, right? You know, like, he's dead. That's it. I'll never get to know him. Yeah. Like, maybe this is a second chance for us to get to know each other. Yeah. Aside from the fact that, correct, Dan did not try to get to know him for 16 years. Yeah. Lucas didn't either. Right. Like, if Lucas was 10 or 12 or 16, whatever, and was like, yo, Karen, mom, I really want to get to, like... Mm-hmm. They would have called Keith. They would have figured something out. Had some sort of dinner with the grandparent. Like, mm-hmm. anyways, Lucas is just so much more like Dan than I ever noticed <laughs> when I watched this when it first came out. He's supremely annoying. Yes. Yeah. So after all this, we flip to a scene where Dan is talking to Keith. Keith comes by, I think, for some reason. Yeah. And he's like, I want you to fire Nathan. Because if he starts, like, I don't know. Basically, I think his whole entire thesis is if Nathan starts making money and actually is, you know, doing okay, why would you want that for your kid? Then he's never going to realize that this marriage was a mistake. Yeah. I'm like, perhaps because if it works, it wasn't a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but anyway, that's... Keith is straight up like, absolutely not. No. <laughs> like, if you want to fire him, you do that yourself. But I am 100% not firing him. No. I'm running the business as I see fit. Like, yeah. that's, no. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yes. Then we get more of Felix and Mouth. Mm. And, like, Felix is trying to, like basically like rebrand him <laughs> being like you're not shy you're mysterious and like you're not yeah, yeah, yeah. nerdy or you're not i don't know you're oh, you're yeah, sensitive you're not... or you're thoughtful that, or... yeah yeah you're not geeky you're sensitive or something <sighs> and he's like really just trying to find out who mouth is into and there's a moment where mouth kind of like looks at brooke down the hall yeah um but Mouth just says, he's like, oh, no, no, like, I'm just playing the field. I'm just playing the field. Yep. And then Lucas rolls up, and this is when Lucas officially meets Felix. Yeah. And, like, the first thing that Felix does, he's like, oh, man, I know. It's hard, like, when, you know, the new top dog comes in, and, like, you're not, the t- like, cool anymore. And Lucas is just like, what? 
Right? This is like one of the few times I'm fully on Lucas's side because his reaction to Felix is like absolutely correct. Yeah, you're just like, nah, dude. Right? He's like, who is this guy? Because truly, who is this guy? God, he's irritating. And he's such like, just like the epitome of a douchebag. And then, to make matters worse, Peyton and Brooke are like walking by. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, Felix, I can't. I hardly wrote down anything that Felix says because I found him so insufferable. Yeah. But um, I can't even remember what he says to Brooke. Um, something about, like, oh, are you still mad at me or something? Yeah. Right? Yeah, do you still hate me? And then she's yeah. like, are you still here? Yeah. yeah. And immediately wants to know what went on with them and Lucas. And he's like, which one of them, like, was it Brooke? Was it Peyton? Was it both at the same time? <laughs> And then Lucas looks at Mouth and Mouth is like, I swear I didn't say anything. Right? Because it was all of that. <laughs> I mean, that is extra funny because, like, they're setting him up, or Felix up, at least at the beginning, as, like, a jackass. Mm-hmm. Saying jackass things, but then this jackass thing that he's suggesting is something Lucas actually did. So it's a yes. little bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Lucas remains unimpressed with Felix. Yes. As do we all. Yes. Then we flip to Haley and Nathan. Yes. Haley's, I guess, getting home and he wants her to close her eyes because he has a surprise for her. And she thinks it's the card that they were going to buy. Mm-hmm. And it is, in fact, a keyboard. Yay! And she's like, okay, but... <laughs> the car. And he's like, oh, no, Keith said it wasn't good. Like, I went to look at the car, but it wasn't good, so we got a keyboard instead. And she's like, you can't do that. <laughs> like, that was vehicle money. You can't just reassign it to a keyboard. Yeah. We need a car. <laughs> And I mean, like, oh, it's such a, like, he's trying to do something nice for her, and he's so cute, and he's all, like, believing in her and being like, your music is going to take you places, like, I know it. And she's like, we need a car. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, right? You can, like, she keeps saying, like, you know, like, you have to take it, mm-hmm. you have to take it back. I know that, like, you've never had to, like, deal with <laughs> yeah. having or not having money before, because you just kind of, like, it's just always there, right? So she just even, whether if he, like, had money himself or not, like, it was just... He just never yeah. had to, like, budget or think about things or plan. Right. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and, yeah, he's just so desperately trying to support her creative endeavors. And I just... <sighs> I love him so dearly. It's just all that we want. He's so cute. Yep. So then Haley's out with Brooke and Peyton while they're just, like, shopping. Yeah. Peyton is looking for an outfit because she's going to see someone about her all ages music night idea. Brooke wants her to wear something sluttier. Yep. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, like the outfit that gets put together is actually fine. Yes. (laughs) Like when she tosses her the shirt, I was like, is that a shirt or a bra? But once Peyton puts it on and like puts a jacket over top of it, I'm like, okay, this looks acceptable. Yeah. It was clearly like some sort of tank toppy. Yeah bustier slutty maybe actually lingerie top but then she had like full jeans on and a leather jacket over it so it actually looked really yeah you know you could go a little day or night kind of you know either way but yeah with brooke i was worried too for a second right 
So then we find out that Brooke is not shopping today. Um, yeah, she keeps lusting over this one bra. Yeah, because she still has no money in her account because this has not been sorted out yet. Well, she says something because Peyton says something like, oh, like if you still haven't got your new card yet, because mm-hmm. I think Brooke was making it sound like her like bank card wasn't working. wasn't like there was something wrong. So she was getting a new one. She said like, oh, like I can front you the money. And Brooke's like, no, no, no. And you're just like, mm, something's happening here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which also I totally forgot about. And oh, no. I don't know how it resolves totally itself. This. I also don't remember how it resolves itself, <laughs> but it does. As far as I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Something has to happen, right? Yeah. Um, although now that I think of it. Yeah, I really just don't know. I don't quite remember how this plays out. <laughs> I have a feeling, like, I think I have an idea of, like, where Brooke ends up. Yeah, right? But then I don't really know what the financial situation is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but while they are shopping, Haley, thankfully, is like, can we just take five minutes and talk about this Felix guy? Right. Because <laughs> <sighs> obviously, like, he was hitting on her and, like, Peyton, whatever. And I love because Brooke right away is just like, He's like this, and he does this, and he does this, and, this, and just like mm-hmm. clearly in a way where obviously it's like she likes him. But Brooke, uh, Haley, and Peyton start laughing. They're like, "He's you. <laughs> He's too into sex. He has money. Like literally everything she was listing was just like all of her like also classic traits." <laughs> Except that Brooke is much less gross. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway. Yeah. I just couldn't get over. You want to hit it, not babysit it. It was so disgusting. Like. I mean, aside from the fact that you're all in high school together, so like. Well, right. I mean, to be fair, the difference between like grade nine and grade 12 is substantial enough that that is weird. But we know that, I mean, I guess we don't know what grade he's in, but we know that everyone else is not in grade 12. No, they're all, like, around the same age. Right, so he can't be, he can't be a senior, which means a freshman is only, like, three years younger. Yeah, like, wherever we are, it's definitely not more than three. So, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. We flip over to Karen. He's getting coffee. With yeah. her teacher. Um, and she's just like, they're just chatting, you know? She's asking why he singled her out, basically. Not like singled her out in a bad way, but like why he picked her out of the class. And he said yeah. he liked to find the student that'll give him a run for his money. So cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's just asking him like about his business and why he sold it when it was like doing so well and worth so much money. I mean, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you just sell it for $50 million and <laughs> chill on $50 million? Yeah. Mistakes were made at the beginning of my career in life. This is what I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> JK, that's extremely hard to do. Yeah. Um, but so he, he wanted something that would challenge him and teaching is that challenge for him right now. Yeah. 
and they start talking he starts talking to her about like if she'd ever thought of growing her business and she was like yeah of course you know I had it all kind of like mapped out too but it never seemed like it was the right time and he says it never is the right time you kind of just have to go for it so then you're like hmm Mm -hmm. planting seeds and like show impactful seeds yes big thing yes speaking of we go to Peyton yes who is talking to this guy I couldn't figure out exactly what he was a band manager okay yeah so this was this scene was weird I'm not gonna lie yeah um (laughs) because yeah she was talking to a band manager he was the manager of like the two musicians that come in shortly after the start and because when she was first talking to Karen, she said she had gone to the Thud and talked to them, like, about mm-hmm. some sort of all-ages thing. But again, and, like, you know, and I think there was something when, like, when they were shopping there that she had kind of tried to go to some, like, club slash bar owners in Tree Hill. But obviously everyone's like, oh, like, you're in high school. Like, I'm not going to talk to you. Right. And, but, like, this guy's a band manager. So I think she was, I don't know. I don't know how her convincing a band manager would have to do something would have then helped get an all ages show at a place that we don't know if it exists. I guess yet. I guess her logic was if she could find a venue and a band to agree to play an all ages night, then she might have something sort of in her back pocket to approach a club with to say, I have these guys that are willing to play an all ages night. Yeah, then, like, maybe, yeah, take yeah, them to you know, the venue kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, that was the only thing I could think of. Yeah. And, of course, like, the guy right away, he's like, no, like, this is about, like, you know. He's like, not... they don't, my band doesn't play for high school kids. Yeah. And then, like, the two musicians come in and they have, like, are having this argument. And she, like, drops this, like, Led Zeppelin music knowledge on them. So they all know that she's not, like, just some, like, pretty fake mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> And, like, I know it's supposed to be this moment. And, like, we I know. love Peyton. And, like, I know. she has this really good stuff. She talks about how, like, you know, mm-hmm. the first time she saw them, like, it was really energetic and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you could be the page and plant and whatever. But it just does. It just doesn't work. It really doesn't. It feels really weird and forced. Yeah. Which is not at all. I think it's, I think it's just the writing. Yes. Agreed. Like, it's, something was missing. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird scene. Yeah. Didn't work for me. No. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, then we Moving on. Yeah. Get it back at Dan's. All right. Because Lucas. Lucas is coming to see him again for whatever reason. And Dan's, like, working on a car. Oh, yeah, because, so, like, he he owns the dealership, so he always drives, like, a new car to, like, show people, mm-hmm. like, what cars they have. And I guess someone, like, a new car was dropped off. Mm-hmm. Some sort of fancy convertible, so he's, like, showing Lucas. Yeah, and he, like, he does end up apologizing to Lucas for, like, snapping yeah. at him earlier. Um, And he's, like, you want to take her out for a spin? Yeah. And Lucas is kind of like, what's the catch? But I'm like, dude, you're here. Like, what are you doing here? Right? If you're not, like, I'm confused. Like, you are the catch. 
You mm. anyway, he does agree. Yeah. So that's gonna happen. Then we go back to Peyton. Yes. He's talking to this band manager. And he's telling her how, like, when you're managing a band, you have to be, like, like, babysitter, therapist, blah, blah, blah. You have to make sure they have everything they want and, like, starts going on about, like, drugs they want and, like, how she could use his dealer. And starts just, like, cutting lines for them. Well, and it was this, and again, continuing to be awkward and weird, like, it was as if he was telling her... 100 yeah like how to be a band manager which i'm like cool like she probably that's something that she's probably always been interested in was asking him questions for sure but he was doing it in a way as if she was going to be a band manager Mm -hmm. and was like okay yeah you know you have to do this stuff and like oh yeah you know like i'll as if she was i don't know taking over for those two right which if she was like presumably like this didn't make any sense to me because like even if she was managing the bands for an all-ages night she would be dealing with the band's manager. Yeah. And the presumably venue, not Right. The, yeah. Like why would she then be taking over as manager? Yeah, it just it was really weird. It's very strange. And also because he was just like, Oh yeah, you know, drinks, drugs, girls, I'll set you with my dealer. What? Yeah, and why are you trying to get this teenage girl to deal drugs, man? But also like I feel like you just don't willy nilly give your <laughs> if you have a dealer. Give your dealer's information to strange children. To a high school student? Yeah, probably not. That sounds like sketchy drug business to me. If I was a drug dealer, I would... This is not good. You right? Would no, I would no longer deal to you because you're giving my number to random children. Children. <laughs> and then he starts, like, cutting lines for her to do as if... This is then going to seal the deal right. for this job that we don't know what we're talking about? Right. And also, that was just such, like, a weird requirement. Like, snort this line of coke, otherwise no. Why? And Yeah, like, again, like, he knows. I don't, like, I don't, it's like, she wasn't trying to not say that she was in high school. The whole point was all ages, so therefore you know she, it was just a whole thing. Yeah, it was very weird. Also, it had, like, the way that it was all framed and the way the music was after he offers her the drugs. Mm -hmm. It had, like, a very, like, after-school special vibe. (laughs) You know what I mean? Of, like, oh, it's a dilemma. What's she gonna do? Yeah, because then that's where it cuts. Yes. And we go, and we end up at Brooke's house, and you're like, ooh, I wonder what happened. Yeah. So Peyton comes by. Brooke is crying. Yeah. And Peyton obviously wants to know what's wrong. And Brooke at first gives her some excuse about her nail polish not, like, yeah, working for her. But then eventually tells her that actually her dad's company has gone under yeah. and they are broke. And they're possibly going to have to sell the house and yeah. they have no money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So... Brooke's so funny though she's like I love being rich yeah I'm good at it <laughs> which like I did she she manages to bring this like Ooh, sorry. vulnerability to Brooke of when she says I'm good at it there's sort of like an implication that she doesn't feel like she's good at very much and this has she has made this sort of a core aspect of her personality yeah and I was just like that's 
I feel so sad for her. Yeah. Well, especially just because I feel like a lot of the times people that are in that position and like, I feel like she didn't know for a long time. No. Until kind of, you know, the whole thing with Lucas and then meeting Haley and just this whole, you know, since the show started kind of a thing. Yeah. Like a lot of people that, especially like younger people that are just rich and don't know, you know, we see it with Nathan too, right? He's learning. Mm -hmm. Like she didn't realize, like she didn't know. She just didn't realize. Mm -hmm. So it's not even that she just like only ever thought she was good at being rich. She just kind of didn't know that you could do, like, be other things. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. But. And then Peyton's she asked, a good friend. Yeah. Well, yeah. And she asks Peyton, like, how her meeting went. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, we're like, oh, is Peyton high on coke? We don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she's just like, nah, no, like, it's, it fell through. Not like, going to work out. And she's like, oh, okay. No drugs for Peyton. Yeah. oh boy yeah i didn't realize how much of these shows were really kind of like a psa for like don't do drugs (laughs) don't do drugs kids like is this a dare commercial anyway (laughs) i haven't seen new euphoria but i feel like it's the opposite um i mean okay i mean i feel like the message is there but it's dealt with in a very different way (laughs) it is definitely dealt with in a very different way but anyone thinking that that show glorifies drugs i just need to know what show they're watching because it's not the same one i'm watching I've never wanted to do drugs less in my life than after watching Euphoria. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the the way the message comes across twenty years later is very different. Yes, that's why that's why it truly was giving me after school special vibes. It was yeah. like, what is this? Like, is this family ties? What's going on? <laughs> oh, for anyone listening, we I I I don't even have the energy to explain family ties. Just look it up. <laughs> Go look it up. Yeah, exactly. Michael, Michael J. Fox. Alex P. Keaton. Yeah, Alex yeah. P. Keaton. Oh, good times. <laughs> um, Oof. Dan and Lucas are driving. Oh, God. Okay, and then we find out that apparently Dan used to listen to metal music. <laughs> and apparently he had his own spandex. With Lucas was like, oh, God, I did not need to know that. And I was like, me neither, Lucas. Yeah. Me neither. No one. No one needed to know that. I just also just, like, can't. I don't. I know people have contained multitudes. I just need to know how this popular basketball player was also a metalhead. Yeah, that doesn't really add up. I need to know how this happened. Right? Because it's not like he would have had, like, long hair. No. Right? I, I, I hope wouldn't not. think so. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Either way, they're talking about this and who pulls up beside them but Felix <sighs> in his BMW. Yeah. Who wants to race, obviously. Yeah. And ends up, like, he's, like, goading him into racing, being like, oh, I'll race you for, um... I can't remember if he actually says Brooke or like for your ex girlfriend or what exactly he says. Yeah, I don't think he says her name. Yeah, I don't think he. But does he either. says some yeah some sort of comment. It's gross either yeah. way. And then of course, because of all of that, the like. Him trying to rile him up, Dan's like, "Are you gonna let him? Like, are you gonna wipe the smug smile off his face or something?" I'm like, yeah. "Of course, Dan wants him to race him." Mm-hmm. 
So, okay, and here's the thing. I feel like, are Dan and Lucas not driving, like, an actual race car? I don't know, it's just some, like, sporty convertible. It looks like it would be slightly more race-worthy than... I, not that BMWs are not race-worthy. No, but for the purpose of this, yes. However, right? it's not that they're... They're not... They they turn. <laughs> when they... Oh, right, 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 right. That's the thing. So they've... Because, right, so they're on the outside. Yes. So, like... Because they're in their proper lane at a mm-hmm. four-way intersection. Yes. And, and Felix, Felix is pulled up, so he's the, technically in the, in the wrong lane, in the oncoming traffic lane. Yeah. So when they go, he turns left, and obviously, like, because he's on the inside and, like, you know, turning the right way, he, like, peels way off, and then they, like, super, like, fishtail out of there, first of yes. all. <laughs> oh my God. And, yeah, so then it turns into this, like, them racing on, like, a two-lane highway. Mm-hmm. And Lucas is trying to get ahead, eventually overtakes him. Which pisses Felix off to no end. Yes. Um, and ends up pulling up beside him again. So they're like neck and neck. Yes. Except that then another truck is coming at them. Yes. And so again, Felix, Felix is in the yeah. oncoming traffic lane. So the truck is coming towards him. And like Lucas is watching this whole thing happen. And is like, what are you doing, man? Like, yeah. basically like fall back and get behind me. Mm-hmm. Which he's not doing. Yeah. So Lucas ends up slamming on the brakes. Yeah. So that Felix could pull over into yeah. the correct lane and not, you know, get into a head-on collision. Also, Lucas is wearing sandals. Is he? Yes. They, at one point during this race, they purposely zoom in to show his foot on the gas. And he's wearing those stupid sandals, flip-flops, flip-flop, whatever sandals that he always wears. Those are not good driving shoes. No. As someone who lives in flip-flops, they are not good for driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just was like, ugh, Lucas and Especially if that vehicle is not an automatic, although I suppose we're assuming it is. Yeah, it seems like it is. But either way, like, it's just, yeah, just not... Whatever. Either way, they end up pulling over. Felix has got to get out and gloat about how some people just like we gotta be better at good playing at... chicken yeah <sighs> stupid well and then he's like who's so who's riding shotgun and Lucas is like oh he's my until Dan is like Dan's got motors <laughs> I was like oh my god well, and, like, it's super weird because, and again, like, Lucas is totally right. Like, I don't know what right, I would have like, said in that sentence. supposed to say? Right? Because, like, he's never said, oh, this is my dad. Like, that is never right. a sentence. That's, like, <laughs> but then, like, Dan immediately is like, oh, salesman, you know, if you ever want to trade in that BMW, like, yeah. come to the dealership, blah, blah, And then, like, Felix walks away. But then, like, Lucas and Dan kind of have this, like, genuine, like, oh, haha, what a silly situation and laugh at each other. Right. Instead of being like, oh, yeah, that was awkward because, like, were you going to call me your dad? And I was just like, what happened? I don't know, man. <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> Regardless. Yes. 
our next scene, Deb comes by to see Karen um, at the house. She has new menus yes. to look at. And Karen has her, basically her cafe expansion plans pulled out that she'd been working on years ago, but ended up not doing because like, she ends up telling Deb that her days were taken up at the cafe and she didn't want to sacrifice her nights with Lucas. So she just never did anything yeah. about it. Um, but she's putting together a business plan, like fake business plans for, I mean, fake business plans. It's an assignment for school. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what she says, right? And like, we're keep doing like fake businesses, but I was like, why yeah. don't, maybe I should just do like my business. Right. And Karen, or not Karen, Deb automatically is like, oh, well, I'll be one of your investors. And Karen's like, you don't even know what I'm doing. And she's like, yeah, but it's you. I know you're going to work hard. So yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <sighs> Brooke. I know. So, Brooke is back in this lingerie store, eyeing the bra that she had her, she was looking at earlier. Mm-hmm. And you can see she's kind of like looking around and then she just shoves it in her purse. Yeah. And, of course, the alarm goes off as she's leaving the store. Mm-hmm. So, the woman that works there is like, I'm going to have to look in your bag. Brooke's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Poor Brooke. <laughs> um, obviously, the woman finds the bra on her bag. It was not, like, hidden. Yeah. Which is when Felix swoops in to bail her out. And be like, oh, I was going to buy her that. Like, she's so shy. And Brooke's like, yeah, I was just taking it outside to show him. Mm-hmm. And the woman who works there is clearly like, okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, but then like Felix fully is just like, oh no, like blue, it's your color, cool. Like I'll just let me pay for this. Yeah. Ooh, and Brooke runs out. Yeah. <sighs> Lucas and Dan get home. Dan offers him the car. Yeah. And for whatever reason, this is what gets Lucas's back up. Which I didn't quite understand, like, because he says, like, you can't buy me. And I'm like, okay, fine. But wouldn't he be more buying you if you hadn't already had this day together? Like, at this point, it doesn't seem like he needs to buy you, so. Or if he was actually buying him a car and not just letting him drive the dealership car that he doesn't own. Right. Right, like, that's the whole point of, because, like, that's, you know, my uncle used to work at a dealership. He had a new car, like, every few weeks. It's not that. But he never owned those cars. Hey. He's just giving him. I just like... thought it was so strange. I mean, it's not like it's not like the situation where he gave Nathan the car and he was clearly trying to buy him. Yes. And that was in a, in a and like for that, like Nathan had like the pink slip because Nathan ended up selling that car, which then caused more problems. Right. And like not to give Dan the benefit of the doubt, because I have no doubt that he would have used that. Yes like would have held it over Lucas's head but it just seems like of all the things Dan has done it's the weirdest one to yeah. get your back up about but whatever such as Lucas mm-hmm. then we go back to Brooke who's outside it looks like it just rained there <laughs> I just couldn't help noticing that it looked like how it gets sunny after a rainstorm and everything's kind of like hazy and things looked wet 
<laughs> I don't know why I was so distracted by that. But Felix finds her. He has purchased the bra. And, you know, she's saying to him, like, I've never done anything like that before. And he ends up telling her that, well, you can keep it because I'm going to see you in it eventually anyway. And I was like, gross. Yeah. Why must you ruin your good deed? Well, and that's just it. Like, sure, still give it to her. But don't be a... You don't have to be gross about it. Don't be a pervert about it. Yeah. But he does he does say that he can keep a secret, so he's not gonna tell anyone. Yeah. And then as she's walking away, he says, You're welcome, Winona. <laughs> oh such a topical reference at uh, that moment. Oh and yeah. now not so much. No, not so much. For those of you who don't know, I don't know, is this common knowledge anymore that Winona Ryder was busted for shoplifting? No, because now she's just on Stranger Things. Now she's just a cool mom. Yeah. So a million years ago, she shoplifted a bunch and got caught. I always loved Winona Ryder, even when she was a shoplifter. Oh, yeah. I feel like everyone was still, like, Team Winona. Oh, yeah. Everyone was still Team Winona. Yeah, totally. (laughs) There was no, like, cancel Winona party or anything. no. Absolutely not. It never happened. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Untouchable. Um, oh yeah, Nathan has to come by the house to pick up the car from like the mm-hmm. car that Dan had from the dealership. Yeah. And obviously he wants to like talk to Nathan and Nathan's like doesn't want anything to do with him. No. Um I can't remember exactly what is said during this conversation. Um Nathan eventually asks Nathan how his wife is. And Nathan says, a lot happier than yours. And I was like, oh. Yeah, the the whole conversation is just kind of Dan being a little Dan and Nathan trying to kind of stand up to him and, you know, that sort of back and forth. Not banter, because it's not, like, nice in any way, but, like, that back and forth, Mm -hmm. you know, poking. Um, And, like, yeah, as soon as as Deb walks out, because I think she realized that Nathan was there, she walks out of the front door, and then, like, that's when he's like, ooh. Happier than yours. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> but then to counter that, <laughs> we get Nathan and Keith again. Yes. Because he's teaching Nathan about cars. Yes, it's so cute. Well, it was <laughs> it's so cute. I can't even handle it. Well, because he's just trying to explain, like, you know, like, this is, you know, whatever. Because also, I don't know cars, but, like, you know. Me neither. Is... I don't even remember what he was telling him. <laughs> yeah, this one thing is connected to that. And then, you know, how, like, sometimes then when you start and it doesn't work, Nathan's like, oh, and it makes that, like, rrr, rrr, rrr noise. Oh, Nathan... so and Keith is like, yes, exactly. Like, all you have to do is, you know, brush it with this special brush and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, like, my dad never, <sighs> Dan never taught him this huh? stuff because. Because he didn't want Nathan to be a dirty mechanic. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell Nathan feels like so bad as he's saying it because he kind of like trails off and he's like, yeah, no, I get it. Like yeah, he like... didn't want you to get grease under your fingernails. Yeah. And Nathan's like, I don't think that. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I 
Uh, but then he's just telling him about how about what happened with Haley and the keyboard. Yeah. And Keith's like, well, we might be able to save your marriage. Because it turns out he has this old car that he was basically just going to strip for parts. But that they could work on it together. And Nathan's so cute because he's like, like a family project. And I was like, oh, honey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's just so excited about it. And I was like, you poor, just like, lonely boy. Well, because I feel like he, we never really get the story of like how much Nathan and Keith were around each other. Yeah. Prior to the start of the show. Um, like Keith obviously comes to that Dan's birthday dinner in the first season with when their grandparents are there. And, you know, Nathan never really seems to have hostility towards Keith or anything like that. But I don't think like outside of those moments of like, you know, full family get together, mm-hmm. I think they just didn't hang out or talk or anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it just now they get to be like fun uncle and nephew. It's really cute. Yeah, I love it. But then it's really funny because Keith literally just like puts a rag down on his car, <laughs> and like a whole piece of side of the side falls off. He's like, "We'll fix that." Yeah, <laughs> his car's in rough shape. Yeah, like he touches it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man. So then Nathan gets home. Haley's like playing around with her keyboard. And they're super cute because he apologizes because it was her money too. And then she apologizes for overreacting. And he really wants her to keep the keyboard. Yeah. So um, he ends up telling her that problem solved. Yep. There's a car that Keith is going to help him fix up. And then Haley's so cute because she's so excited that she gets to keep the keyboard. She's like, oh, I wanted to keep it so badly. Yeah, I really didn't want to have to give it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all is well with them. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Deb and Deb is, or not Deb. Dan is going through pictures of Nathan mm-hmm. when Deb comes in. And he's like, I guess reminiscing. I don't know. And he's all like, what if I spent my life chasing the wrong things? And here's the thing. This could be, if this were any other character. Yeah. This could be like, oh, are we going to get a Dan redemption arc? Spoiler alert. We are not. No. No. (sighs) But like, it could almost be that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I want it. Like, is it too late to get my family back? And she's like, I don't know. Yeah. You all, you almost, you almost believe he could be a decent person. And Except change. for the fact that 20 minutes ago, he was antagonizing Nathan again. I mean, yes. Like, yes. Pick, like, pick one. Oh, I know. Pick one. It's just like, he just like switches sons. Like Nathan's mad at him. So he's like, maybe I can get Lucas on my side. Absolutely. Yeah. So then we get Peyton. Oh, we get our, like, end montage, right? Yeah. Oh, no, wait. No, first, Peyton's working on her, her drawing of what oh, just right. happened. yeah. We have the, and, the start of the montage. Yeah. She gets a phone call. Mm-hmm. 
from Karen. Yeah. And they go to see the space where they had Nathan and Haley's party. Yes. And basically, Karen's telling her, like, it would make a really good club space. And she wants Peyton to run her all-ages night. Yay! So Karen is going to branch out and do this and then hire Peyton to do all the music. Yeah. Yay! Mm -hmm. The beginnings of Trick. Oh, but then the montage goes to like sad Dan in the dark yeah. again. Yeah, on TV looking depresso. And then it cuts to Lucas oh my God. debating if he should listen to Guns N' Roses. <laughs> and you're just like, oh. he's looking at this Guns N' Roses CD with such a serious expression on his face. And I was like, I cannot take this seriously because, well, I'm like, I just can't. You. You would have known who Guns like you wouldn't right like you don't know who Guns and Roses is. Come on, man. And that's just it. Like even him being sixteen in two thousand five or two thousand six, whatever this is supposed to be, like he still would have known who Guns and Roses is because he's a right. boy. But also because like as a teenager around this same time, I was a little bit older. I think maybe maybe when was this? Two thousand five, two thousand six. Okay, yeah. So I was like freshly graduated from high school. Yeah. But still, like, uh, I knew who Guns N' Roses were. Yeah, like, they were enough of, like... They were also the, still on the radio, like... In the culture, and, uh, yeah, and, like, you know, it's not always going to be November Rain. Like, it's not like you would have... Like, if he had been talking about some sort of other band, okay, maybe, but it's not like you would have to be like, hmm, we would have to listen to Guns N' Roses to think about this. No. Right? You just automatically think about November Rain. You see Slash. Right. You know, in the root, the guitar on the thing, in the desert and whatever, and like, done. <laughs> it was just extremely <laughs> hilarious to me. There's never been a deeper pondering of Guns N' Roses ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, of all the bands, they couldn't have picked some other band. I don't know, man. It just was too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I wonder if if Guns N' Roses is on Warner Brothers, because this would have been oh. the WB back then, right? Oh, I bet you. Oh, I maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that would make <laughs> sense. That's hilarious, <laughs> right? Like, cause like that. I feel like like that happens on like stuff. So, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe sure it not, does. But like, that could have been some sort of offshoot or something maybe or, or that specific album that they were showing <laughs> but that's the thing is that album also just looked like it was like a compilation album of like guns and roses guns and roses greatest hits or something yeah like it wasn't right it didn't look it like wasn't either of, of their... the use your illusions like right or i don't know yeah i don't know which one it was yeah, it, look, it wasn't appetite for destruction like i just or the spaghetti, like spaghetti, spaghetti something or other, because that one has yeah. spaghetti on it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it was just, it was just genuinely hysterical to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. It's the greatest hits album. I'm looking up their album covers right now, and that is, it's the silver one. That's absolutely what it was. Guns and Roses, girls, Guns and Roses, greatest hits. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, was released in 2004. Yeah. Right? Like, at least then you should have, like, 
Well, and in theory, he had. Did he own? Did he own this CD already? Like, uh, I don't know. Did he know. just like, go, he buy go buy it? I have <laughs> But while they while they're having their sad boy pondering, yeah. Uh, Andy walks into Karen's cafe. <laughs> yes. Uh, saying that he'll give her a thousand dollars for a really good cup of coffee. Yeah. And she just kind of looks at him. Mm-hmm. And then, oh my god, then we see Brooke swimming yes. in the nude. Yeah. And we learn that it is Felix's pool. And she mirrors his statement because uh, he says something about like her pool oh, being right. better at the very like, beginning. Pool better. And then, yeah, she's like, oh yeah, your pool. Yeah. Or like, my pool is yeah, better. Yeah, mine is better. <laughs> and that's our episode. I know. So we've set up a bunch of new things. Oh, yeah. Right? Whatever's going to happen with Brooke and Felix. Also, everything with Brooke's parents having no money. Yep. Um, Karen and Peyton with this new music yeah. venture. Yep. Karen and Andy. Yep. Uh, Karen just, and Andy. You know, Dan and Lucas in general. Ugh. Something, whatever that yeah. is. Um, Haley and music. Mm-hmm. Haley and music. Yeah. Which becomes a very significant plot point. Yes. um and a little bit of like nathan and Haley needing money yeah so also what time of year is it supposed to be well in if we have not had summer break yet so in theory, we are in the same school year that we were in before. Right. Which is, A, a weird time to transfer. Like for Felix. Yeah, well, Lucas did it two weeks ago. And I mean, came true. Back. Um, but it's I mean, just like, it's... you would think if it's... Because what are, what are we thinking? It's... Spring. Yeah, like we're... We've... But, like, I don't, like, anywhere from, like, March to not June. Right. Yeah. That's all very strange to me. I don't understand. But then also Karen's starting her class. Which, it's, it's probably, like, a continuing education class. Like, it's. Yeah, but they still kind of start, you know, like, every three months. Right. They would still start, like on semesters presumably so i mean i guess feasibly if it's a college it could probably start in see i would think it would start in june if it was a summer course but i i feel like i've had some that like because that's three months right so if it's like like april okay ish you know mm-hmm. or if you want like september october november like yeah like march april i don't yeah i don't know we just don't know we just don't know. Yeah. Unclear. This <laughs> timeline is very messy. Because I feel like we haven't had any holiday moments. Right. That would then well, delight. So like, I don't remember Thanksgiving. I don't remember Christmas. Which I Yeah, it has to get somewhat cold North Carolina. In. But, like. But it's still. It, yeah. It's not the tip of Florida. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something's weird. Something's definitely weird. Whatever. It's fine. Unless we're supposed to have skipped ahead and I'm unaware. 
No, because no, no. <laughs> I put my foot down and I'd say no. Because <laughs> it just wouldn't make, like, no one's... Because then that means, like, Dan should have been doing, is like, three, four months out of, like... Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah, no. And, like, Brooke's card just got declined at the ATM in the last episode. Right. Right, 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 right. And, like, Haley and all the bachelor, because the party was only the week before, because they'd only gotten married the week before. Right. Right? Like, we're still only, like, a couple weeks out from the end of last season. In theory. <laughs> right. We don't know. But we obviously have some new people. We have Felix. Mm-hmm. Um, did I write his name down? Yes. Uh, Michael Capon. And he wasn't the original Blue Ranger, but he was <laughs> yeah. the Blue Power Ranger on Power Ranger Force Time. Uh-huh. And in a whole lot of related shows. Oh, yeah. In my head, I thought he was somebody, but like so from I. something, but he is not. No, the only thing I could find of significance was Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Just fantastic. Oh, man. Um, and then we also have uh, Kieran Hutchison as Andy Hargrove yeah who I also thought same was like someone in in more things he was in stuff before this Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of episodes of the Swiss Family Robinson in the 90s right which I forgot was a thing uh, and some um, show called Wildfire. He was on a whole bunch. I'm assuming these were like, like New Zealand or Australian shows because he's from New Zealand. Yeah, like the, like Wildfire and stuff. But Swiss Family yeah, yeah, Robinson, yeah. I think was not. I think that was. I feel like I remember that show. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. That sounds vaguely familiar. I mean, the like remake. Um. But yeah. So yeah, he's just on. And he is in a bunch of, like, random, like, episodes of things, but yes. nothing as significant as I thought. And I think that that must just, must be what it is, is that he's just on, like, you know, mm-hmm. on a CSI and a Law and Order and a Criminal Mind, like, all of those, you know, primetime TV shows that I would have watched. Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. I feel like we agree as to the most annoying. Felix? Yeah. Yeah taking it right out the gate oh 100% <laughs> and like him helping out Brooke was just like not even remotely close to redeeming himself especially because it felt like he was doing it self-serving yes absolutely and in a like now you owe me yes with sexual favors kind of way gross Ugh. yeah I don't think he gets better either and that's just it, is I don't really remember his side of things. I remember the other side of things that we don't know about yet. Yes. I, I do remember that. I also think yes. he's not great about that. No, mm-hmm. he is not. Mm-hmm. He blames a lot of stuff on yeah. said storyline. So he's in he's in my bad books, and I don't yeah. think he's getting out. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I really had, like... The most high school moment, aside from just like them being at the lockers, right? Which, which is a like, pretty high school moment. Yeah. They're like at the lockers, being all you know, and, like seeing the girls high, down the yeah, hallway, yeah, exactly, <laughs> with mouth, <laughs> totally, yeah. 
because everything else was just everyone talking about cars and driving cars and buying cars and driving mm-hmm. cars. And I was like, that no. <laughs> Mm-mm. So, yeah. what was your quote of the episode? I have two written down because I could. I didn't really know which. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and both of them are like back and forth. So uh, earlier in the episode, <laughs> when they all end up at the school, Lucas asks Brooke, "Like, do you know that guy?" And Brooke's like, "No, I've just seen him naked." And, like, I like that just because, like, first of all, it's hilarious. But then also yeah. it kind of plays into that, like, Brooke sleeping around but, like, yeah. doesn't know people or whatever. So, like, you know. Um, but then also when Dan and Nathan were talking and he said, like, how's your wife? And a lot happier than yours. Bam. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't really, like, those are both, like, pretty good zingers. So. <laughs> yeah, I had I had the, the one of Nathan and Dan, too. Nice. Um, and also the you're welcome Winona just because it was such oh. a <laughs> yes so of the time <laughs> oh man yeah yes um <laughs> song of the episode yes there was a fair amount of music but nothing mm-hmm. that was like whoa aside from the fact that there was like a couple PMG songs but I don't know them mm-hmm. um and like yeah like it, I feel like it kind of has to go to the, and I, I hate that it always ends up being that, but they do it on purpose. Um, the song at the end, like over the yes. montage, um, what was it? Sway by the Sway by Punisher. Perishers. Just because again, that's there wasn't a, a song throughout the episode like other times where it's been the darkness or right exactly whatever or, it was uh, the last time. Oh, yeah, the last the last one by uh, <laughs> the streets. Oh, the streets. Is right. it your fit? But you know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we didn't have that and I think it was just because like we were so focused on setting up new story things like maybe not to take away from I don't know right but yeah so obviously in montage for sure yeah agreed (laughs) agreed man what happens next I truly don't know as far as the summer timeline or (laughs) summer timeline as far as the timeline goes in episode six, it looks like there's something about a basketball summer camp. So, like, they have to be close to summer. Okay, yeah. Like, at some point, like, school yeah, like school has to end, right? Yeah. That's as far as I have looked because I don't want to, like, spoil too much for myself. But I just yeah. needed an idea of what was happening with the timeline. Hmm. It's still unclear to me, though. So. Yeah, I still can't figure it out. And yeah, like this next one still just kind of seems to, oh, I think there's a lot of teenage, I mean, obviously teenage. Um, It's like, it feels like a direct continuation of this episode. Oh, okay. People, everyone hanging out with Felix and doing things. um, And just kind of, yeah. So who knows? Karen and Andy, Peyton thinking about what happened in this episode and whatnot. Right. Either way, we've got the beginning of all of our new arcs. Yes. They're set up. We're ready to go. Yes. Hello, season two. This really feels more like the beginning of a new season than yeah. the first few episodes, mm-hmm. if we're being honest. I, don't, I feel like I'm just like trying to like flip just to like see pictures, but like not look at anything. I'm like, they're still in school. Like, there has to be. <laughs> Is there not some right? break somewhere? <laughs> Or are we just like in a like 
I don't know. <laughs> Unclear. Because the first four seasons are high school. But we know that they're not like, but everyone can drive. So we're not. So that would be what, 9, 10, 11, 12? So they're not in grade nine. No, they're definitely not in grade nine. They're all, they have to be in second half of grade 10. Yeah, you would think, right? Slash first half of grade 11, depending on when their birthdays land. So it's somewhere like, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I also don't know. I'm so confused. I wonder if there's, if we can find some kind of like. (laughs) Surely someone's done like a timeline. (laughs) What? How does this work? (laughs) What is happening? Yes, but fine you know as always yes go on this crazy ride with us yes we'll be here next week and we we'll find will. out what happens and we're gonna meet someone else new are we yes oh my goodness oh i think i know who it is okay yeah cool um adjacent to you yeah someone we already know yeah um more storylines and things happening and oh i wonder how this whole storyline holds up in the like aging well situation yeah i don't know yeah we'll see because it was one of those things where like it was like okay good you know like you can actually but i feel like that was a yeah anyway (laughs) yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes (laughs) it should be a good episode for discussion absolutely uh we'll see you next week bye